Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. I was looking through some of my stuff, and I found this page that I had typed up during an incredibly hard day, and I kind of had gone through the day with my laptop with me and just typed up all of the things that had happened in that day because I wanted to be able to explain it. So last night was a hard day. This morning was a really hard morning and I was driving my kids to school thinking she doesn't know why I'm so mad because I got so mad and she doesn't know why I'm mad it doesn't occur to her that she has done anything that would cause me to be upset so this morning for example I tell her that she needs to go get dressed and she does she puts her clothes on backwards, which is never a good sign. It has never been a good sign. She puts her clothes on backwards and then I have to tell her to put them the right way. And then she spends the rest of the morning <clears throat> being a cat and chasing her brother and having her brother chase her with a stick. So she doesn't brush her hair like she's supposed to. She doesn't brush her teeth like she's supposed to. She's also in charge of making herself a little like peanut buttery type sandwich for her lunch, which she does not do. So it's time to go. She doesn't have her shoes on. She's not done her lunch. She's not combed her hair because she wanted to be a cat the whole morning and chase people around with the stick. So by the time it's time to go, it is a gigantic snowstorm outside. We are headed off to school and we get away from the house and she's like, oh, I forgot my lunch. So <laughs> We have to go back and get her lunch. Anyway, it's just always a thing. Plus, she also does these noises and these faces, which are kind of hard to explain. So I was thinking about how to explain it, though. So if you make a duck face like was popular in pictures in the early 2000s, if you make a duck face and then you take your lower lip well, you frown and then you take your lower lip and wrap them over your bottom teeth. That's the face that she makes. And then she'll walk around lowering her jaw and make this noise. And she only does it when she's trying to be mean. This isn't like a thing that she accidentally goes into. Like somehow kids, you know, they accidentally pick their nose or they act, you know, they mindlessly do this. This is just intentional. But I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? She doesn't know. She doesn't know how much all of these little behaviors are what caused me to be mad. She knows that they make me mad. She does them to be mad like to make me mad, but she doesn't sit there and be like, oh, you know, I shouldn't do those behaviors. Sorry. <clears throat> and she doesn't say, oh, I shouldn't do those behaviors because they're making her mad. She either says, ha 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 ha, they made her mad. And she just cannot wipe the smile off her face. Or she's dumbfounded. And she's like, why is everybody mad at me? Like, I don't understand. And, and there is a gigantic disconnect about why everybody's mad. So if she goes around and she tells people what our morning is like, it will sound terrible because I did indeed yell at her. I did indeed say, oh my gosh, oh, why'd you leave for lunch? Because by then I'm so mad. You know, we've been shoveling the driveway. We've been just trying to get out. And it's been one that we're already late for school. Like it was just one of those mornings in the first place. And then she did those extra things. So it was very frustrating. So I really wanted to find this 
thing that I'd written and I wanted to lay it out so that everybody could see what it was like in a day to have this particular child with reactive attachment disorder. I am going to refer to her siblings possibly by their numbers. I don't really know. I have their real names in here, but of course I don't want to reuse their real names. So here's what happened on June 23rd of 2022. I was awoken to number three and little lady fighting over who got to hold the plastic cereal container. Child number three lifted the detachable toy box lid and shoved it over. So little lady let out a string of name calling and threw a toy at his head. Initiate the screaming. They both stomp upstairs to inform me just how awful the other one is. Now, don't forget, this is summer break. So when I'm still sleeping, I don't have, she is my job at this point. I I can't have employment (laughs) while I have her because I've tried and it doesn't work. She gets kicked out of too many things too often. So telling me calms down child number three, but it, it is just the start of a downhill runaway train for little lady. So 10 minutes, she is ranting about how stupid and what a stupid poopy head child number three is. Three minutes of just pure screaming. Seven minutes of telling me how she will not be a good listener and will not stop screaming. Six more minutes of just screaming. And I don't physically react much anymore It's just not worth it. It just makes everything last a lot longer and it makes her feel very justified in her behavior. So I don't like pick her up and move her very often. I don't, you know, do those things. So I grab my earplugs and I snarkily say, I cannot handle how loud you are being. So I'm going to put these in until you can be quiet. So that makes her angry. She does not like when I put in the earplugs. So it's 15 more minutes of yelling and name calling and screaming as I watch a video about decorating cakes on my phone (laughs) and I listen to it at no volume I just watch it and I am less troubled than she hoped I would be so she then screams after 15 minutes I am not screaming and I break my you know kind of trying to ignore the behavior and I say you know what you're screaming right now And she'll scream, no, I'm not. Now, already we are approaching near an hour of this behavior already. But it continues on. And because she screamed, no, I'm not, I then start to laugh. And it's like a short little laugh that I'm trying not to show her because she hates being laughed at. And I know that as soon as she knows and or feels like we're laughing at her, her explosion is going to be nuclear. So today was no exception. Stop laughing at me. And it comes out of every cell of her body. Every cell is like, I'll give you a little bit of energy to get that out there further, you know, and this breaks me and I lose my patience and I find myself cascading into a tirade of knock it off and if you don't calm down I'm gonna take away this and that and I know that all the punishments are useless nothing in the past three years has changed her behavior nothing in the past any years have changed her behaviors and I feel like the definition of insanity is trying to elicit any additional change 
Well, she has changed. She's less dangerous to herself than she used to be. And now she will play with toys sometimes. Oh, and she's also more complex in her manipulation and her acting skills and her sneakiness. So back to the day. It takes a full hour and a half to diffuse the cereal container situation. She finally just forgets why she's yelling and she calms down and I make her tell me why she is in trouble and another 20 minutes of I'm not going to talk to you kind of begins. So I put in the earplugs and I put on my cake movies again and I say your yelling makes me frustrated. I'm going to wait for you to calm down. And for some reason, she stays on the chair that I've had her in timeout on. She usually tries to get off. And then I have to implement that physical reaction of picking her up and putting her back on the chair, which usually then means she starts to physically react. But today she's just staying on the chair and she's starting to pick at the stitching and at the, um, it's like one of the, it's hard to explain, like a, a leather chair, but it's like PC. So she starts to pick at it to take it apart. And no matter how many times I tell her not to unstitch the seams, she still unstitches the seams. And this time I don't tell her not to. And I want to see if she's going to stop picking at it as long as, you know, I mean, if she sees that it's not causing a reaction in me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I can't do it because it keeps lasting. So finally I tell her to stop picking and she smiles because this was a competition to her. I didn't even realize it at the time, but she is like, ha ha. I was just waiting for her to notice that I was doing this. And so she smiles because she thinks she's won. But when she's like this, when she wins, we're actually both losing. So there's that. So after she calms down and she tells me what she did was wrong, we talk it through, which is what we should have done instead, what would have been nice without all of the stuff. And finally, she is released to go down and finish her breakfast, which wasn't ruined because she didn't ever get the milk into the bowl. So she didn't have soggy cereal. It was just the cereal in the bowl. And... um she, when I talk to her about it and I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, well, I don't even care. I was just hungry. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, because she's so like, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like a lot of this is lost in the, you know, the nuances of our relationship. But if you imagine what a preteen girl who was offended by someone in high school, I mean, in junior high or whatever age that is, and they pretend they're not mad, but they're trying to slight you. That is how she's like, I don't care. I was just hungry. And I'm like, okay. So I pretend, I pretend not to hear. And she is bothered that I am not responding, but she goes down to breakfast anyway. So I go into the bathroom. I get dressed. I get a text from my neighbor across the street. And she says, hey, did you know little lady is doing a water stand outside? And I was like, a water stand? Well, it was like a lemonade stand, but she couldn't make the lemonade. So she's trying to sell water. I didn't even know she was outside. So then she sends me a video message that she'd been telling that little lady had been running down the street and tried to cross the road. And we live in a spot on the road where cars drive very quickly and you there's not a good line of sight. So out I run, you know, and... By then she's back inside and she looks at me and she's like, 
what? And it's so exaggeratingly innocent. She knows exactly what she knows. I know what, but she's like, I don't know how much proof you have. So what? So I hold up the video and show her about how my friend is apologizing because she had yelled at little lady and told her not to cross the road. She was like, little lady, don't cross the road. And that's when I guess she came inside. So little lady, she's not got the innocent little eyes anymore. Her face kind of falls. But she doesn't fall to guilt. She falls to anger. She's mad. And she knows we are heading back for yet another talk. And some rad moms say that there is no use in disciplining these kids. But how can I not have her be in trouble for sneaking outside of the house and running into the road? She is little. So I point to my room and she starts screaming and she's like, I didn't do anything. And she stomps up to the room, right? And we have a 30 minute talk slash fight on why she is too little to go outside without someone with her and how she has shown how big she is. Oh, so she hasn't shown how big she is in order to have a lemonade stand, but which is a conversation we've already had because she's already said, mom, can I do a lemonade stand? I'm like, sorry, lady, you're not big enough. You know, and sometimes she would do ones with her siblings. Um, So she did participate, but she can't do it by herself because she is at this time four years old. So And then I talked to her about how running in the road is a bad choice and that there are bad consequences. She knows all this stuff. And while we're talking, she's whining and she's rolling over in the chair and she's, you know, she's not being too over the top. So I send her to her room to play just so I can change my clothes. I mean, we're at like 10 o'clock in the morning by now. I, I, and she woke up at like 530. So I was typing as this next part happened. So she runs to her room and brings out gigantic stacks of everything in her room. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she says, I haven't even changed my clothes yet, right? Like I am frustrated. I sit down, I start typing this stuff up and I see her (laughs) as my chair faces the door. And she's like, I want to play with these but there's like clothes and blankets. And I said, then you need to play with them in your room. And she keeps walking into my room without even stopping. And she's like, I don't want to play in my room. And she heads into my room. So then we have the dumbest argument about how she needs to keep her things in her own room. And I feel like there's at this point, she's so dysregulated. There's no logic that will catch her. So sometimes I can redirect her Sometimes I cannot. So once I start to redirect the situation, it seems to go from I'm going to do what I want to I'm going to bother you because I think it's fun. So then I have to yell and I tell her to get her stuff back in her room. So she takes the first pile back into her room and then she grabs another pile that is puzzles and toys. And I send her back to her room again to play with her toys in her room and not my room. Okay, mom, she says, and she turns back to her room and starts throwing the books and the toys at the wall and yelling how she's not in the mood to play with her dolls. So I yell again and I say, you have to stop throwing things. But another child comes up and needs attention. 
because there was an injury. And I talked to that kiddo and she just watches me without making more mess. So little lady is watching me talk to this other kid. And then she starts playing with her dolls. So I go back, set up my laptop and I'm, you know, typing more stuff in. And she comes out with a box and a bunny in it less than two minutes later. And she wants to show me a puppet show with her toy. So I watch her and I tell her how cute it is. And she sits on the box and she breaks the box because it's not a cardboard box. It's, it's like a toy holding box. And I just sigh. (laughs) I was like, (sighs) (laughs) and, uh, uh, (laughs) it does not escape her notice, right? It wasn't even that big of a sigh. It was, this is like a, a really heavy breath. And she scoots around the house in her broken box. She won't get out of it now. And I don't even really care about the box. It was, I guess, I guess it was a cardboard box. And, but it had been something her sister had had it for a while and had kept things in it. But finally the box has been rammed into things and it's not moving the way that she wants it to. So she runs over and grabs another box. But this box is off limits. This one is filled with glass jars for candles. And she has been told many, 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 many times this week as it's been sitting by her, the front door. And she's been told not to touch it. It's filled with glass. Don't touch it. But she puts a pillow on it and sits right down on it. And I yell again and I say, this is glass. How many times have I told you not to touch this box? and you sit on it. Stop touching it. And it was, it was fairly classy like that for the entire rest of the day. I'm just going to tell you, I, I lost my patience before 10 in the morning. So yelling is kind of my go-to and a teacher from one of my parenting kids who have experienced trauma classes said, what's your go-to? And I was like, I yell and I disassociate. As like, it's one of those two where I'm like, I throw up my hands and I'm like, there's nothing I can freaking do about this. I just need to make it through these next few minutes and breathe again. You know, I used to be a witty person and now I'm just a stale cracker that has been crunched beneath the feet of a small child just for her enjoyment. And I'm thinking, you know what? Pull it together. You are a grown up But somehow I feel the guilt and shame of not being able to pull myself together. I am unstitched at every seam. All of my fluffy insides of my stuffed animal self are falling out all over and I can't pull myself together. But anyway, back to the day. So her punishment for sitting on the box that she knows she's not supposed to touch is to sit on the floor for two minutes and not touch anything. Well, this proves impossible. Her impulsivity makes this a bigger punishment than it seems. So she puts her nose onto the floor because she's sitting and she starts spitting on the floor. Oh, we haven't even made it to lunchtime yet. And I am exhausted. It is another scream fest while she denies that she spit on the floor and that the spit under her head is her spit. So I point out that she is also, it's also running down her chin. She hasn't even wiped the spit off of her face. Not only that, I'm watching her like this, but she and I are the only ones in the room and she's like, it was somebody else. It wasn't me. It was somebody else. 
And I just stare at her. This is one of my disassociating times where I'm just like, just make it, just make it through. It's like 11 in the morning and I just, just, (laughs) we've only got what, eight more hours of this day before she goes to bed. Like, so there's, there's no more energy in me. I don't want to do any of the things that I used to have strength for the redirection, the changing the environment, the even the fighting, I don't even want to do the fighting. I don't want to explain. I don't want to do anything. And she just stares at me. And she's got this slight little smile. And I just stare at her. And I can tell you I was not smiling. But she can tell that I'm defeated. So she lets another string of spit slip out of her mouth and land perfectly on the puddle she's already made on the floor. So this makes me lose it. And I say, holy crap, little lady. (laughs) And I shake my head. And she's like, what? I didn't do it. And I was like, and I can tell she's ramping up for a fight. But I don't ramp up for a fight. I just stare at her and go... As she tries to what tries to move away from from her timeout spot because she's got this one spot she's supposed to be sitting, and it only takes a minute or so before she starts to wipe her hand in the spit and say, "Sorry, mom, I did spit. I did spit on the floor." And I just want to scream. I know you spit on the floor. I watched you, but the whole world just seems hopeless now, and I'm not sure what is worth the bother. So she's saved by another sibling who comes in telling me that the older sibling is being a jerk. And this conversation segues into a discussion about Calvin and Hobbes comics. And the two kids start playing on the unused exercise equipment in my bedroom. Well, the phone rings and it's someone calling about work. And little lady screams, I have to go to the bathroom. And I'm I'm on the phone and she runs to the bathroom and starts flushing the toilet without using it. And the caller pauses and I just want to be like, that wasn't me, you know, but I just ignore it because there's just more embarrassment in my life, right? Like, why do I need to draw attention to it? But here I'm on the phone and the toilet has flushed, which is amazing. So the call ends and little lady washes her hand and is now pushing her brother off a balancing board and throwing pennies at him. So there's more screaming, more denying that she threw the pennies, more punishment. And I try to keep her punishments in the moment. The only punishment that is like a long lasting punishment at this point is taking away treats. She still treats, she steals them all the time. But when I take them away, it means she doesn't get them whenever there's a reason to get them. So if she goes to grandma's house or after chores or that kind of stuff, this time the punishment was to sit and be quiet in the now cleaned up spit spot. (laughs) So like I hadn't learned my lesson before, she attempted to spit, but I caught her each time. And I was like, little lady, do not spit on my floor. So by the end of the two minute timeout, I had spoken for one minute and 50 seconds about not spitting and what would happen to her if she spit. And she thinks these kind of interactions are hilarious and I hate them. So now it's 11 a.m. officially in my notes and I'm trying to talk myself into letting her watch TV just so I can get out of my pajamas and take a breath without hearing someone click their tongue or sing a song or scream or fight or tell an endless story many of which she's made up on her own so instead I send her siblings to their beds to read 
and she yells at her sister. But at least I have a minute and I'm going to change out of my pajamas. And I still I feel really bad to give that to my daughter, but I was really excited to change into my pajamas. However, at 2 p.m., I was still in my pajamas and the other kids fought while it was quiet time. So I I think they do it because I think that there's a minute where they think I can get have their attention because my other kids are essentially ignored. There's not a lighter way to put it. They are very kind about it. They know I'm so exhausted. They know why I'm so exhausted. But I wish I could see them as often as they needed to be seen. So quiet time's only 30 minutes long. And it was my time to feed these little monsters. So I, I send them down to make their own almond butter sandwiches. And I usually, you know, one of the kids will help little lady. I had usually had one help, but I didn't this time. As in, I usually assign somebody and somebody will usually help her. But this time I didn't assign anybody. So she put almond butter all over the counters, all over the floor, all over the cupboards. And they did look more like real spills than intentional artwork. But there was a ton of it. But I just let it slide. And then someone is yelling that little lady is eating in the living room, which is one of the only rooms that is off limits to eating in our entire house. Bedrooms, living rooms, don't eat in the bathroom. But like we have a family room and sometimes they'll eat in there. But I pull my hand off the t-shirt that's hanging in the closet (laughs) because my clothes are mostly dirty at this point because I can never get around to getting any of this stuff done. And that same child screamed, she's getting almond butter on everything. And I thought that this meant this was in the living room. So I run out of my bedroom and it turns out they were referring to the countertop in the kitchen. And, but the attention had given her what she wanted and she wanted to keep that attention on her. So if you imagine a person with a cup of water over your head and they keep tipping the edge of the cup and saying, oops, oops, even though they don't drip the water, they're just pretending to. Well, she started doing that with her sandwich. So she's like opening it up to like stick it on stuff. So I send all of the kids to eat outside. And at this time, it's June. So they're fine. And I was proud of my loophole. Like it was 90 degrees outside, but we have a nice covered porch and they're going to be just fine. And I grew up a long time ago and we didn't even have a cover and we ate outside. So I know they're going to live, right? So it's time to wash the dishes. And while I'm emptying the dishwasher, I get the first mom. And that's because little lady was trying to smash a beetle. And I'm like, that's okay. I don't care. She can smash a beetle. Mom, says another kid two minutes later. Because little lady had grabbed a wooden spear and her, that her sister had made and was throwing it at her brother. This is normal stuff, I tell myself, you know, like people deal with these kid moments, just work on the dishes, but it's mom, 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 over and over and over. But I did get most of those dishes loaded and (laughs) I grabbed some leftovers to eat. Mom, little lady hit me in the face with a rock. Okay, I have to stop these dishes. I don't get it finished. I don't get it full. I should have just stopped like shut the stupid door and had it go anyway but I thought I'd get back to it 
So she sat down on a stool and I asked her why it is wrong to throw a rock. And she was stuck on the stool for time out until she's willing to say she's sorry. And I knew it was going to be a long one. And it was. And she sang songs the whole time. And she would sing, my mom is a silly person. She's fat and dumb. I think I'm better at it than her, though. I need to be nice. I need to be nice. I need to be nice. Yes, I do. Over and over and over for a long time. So when her timeout was finally over and my dishes were done, we headed back to my room and the following things came out. I had to say these in the in a short period of time. The lady, don't break that book. We're going to have five minutes of quiet time. Minutes. No, not seconds. No, quick counting. Little lady, don't poke yourself like that. Stop poking yourself. Do not poke yourself. Give me that. Don't put your hands in my face. Stop Stop counting. It's five minutes, not five seconds. For real. Stop. Don't point that gun at me. It was a Nerf gun. You are not allowed to touch these guns because she has attacked so many people in the past with them. Don't touch the change, which is like coins. Get over here. Sit down. Stop jumping on that book. Do not undo the blankets on my bed. They are not a tunnel. I know you think they're fun. I want you to leave them alone. Please do not bite my blankets. Once she did give me the look that was like, does she see me doing this? And I didn't. But I shook my head like I did. And she goes, sorry, mom. And a glue stick came out of her hand. <laughs> I didn't even know she had. I don't even know where that came from. And it was very possible that she had already hidden it in her clothes when she was downstairs. But I also had to say the words, don't unzip that. I want it shut. Please leave it shut. Go get your book. She had a book that she was supposed to be looking at during her time out. Don't poke holes in that bag. And I was typing this in real time. And all of those things happened in four minutes. And I remember thinking, I'm going to die. And if I wrote what she said... The book would be just filled (laughs) with so much stuff because she's dysregulated and she's nonstop and she's uncomfortable because she's in timeout and she's been in trouble all day, which is practically every day. And so she uses sound to comfort herself and songs and stories and lies and all this stuff. So she tore the book that she was looking at and now I am getting screamed at. Because she is saying, why would you give me a book when you know I'm going to rip them? Which, to be fair, is probably the most logical thing she said that entire day. So then she says, I need to tell you sometime. I want to go down now. And I say, why am I not going to let you go downstairs now? And she says, because I mean and I ripped a book. And I say, yep. And she goes, fine. And then she starts to punch herself in the face. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be on this stupid bed. And now she is spitting on everything. She's spitting on my bed. And she is saying that no one will ever catch her. Five minutes. We've now reached five minutes from this beginning of this timeout. And I'm exhausted. So then she tells me that she is going to run away in the road, she emphasizes. And the cause... (laughs) As I am is because I'm typing and she wants my attention, but I'm only giving her half 
And that is such a trigger to her that she literally melts down. And ironically, her actions are a trigger to me. And so our unhealthy cycle continues. And it is more of like a spiral, a long, elongated, downward spiral. So at this point in this typing day, it is now 311. And I'm sorry that I'm switching from present tense to past tense and filling in notes. I'm sure that's confusing, but I'm reading what I actually typed that day, but it was in the past. So it is kind of all over the place and I'm sorry, but here's what I have. I am stopping the play by play because it is triggering to her. And because I think the point has been made, I hate my life. I used to be the type of mom who read to my kids multiple times a day. I taught them their ABCs. I taught them the nursery rhymes. I taught them good manners. But now I am broken and each piece of me is exhausted. I should organize games and coloring projects, but I've lost all desire because each coloring event turns into a scream fest over the crayons being the wrong length or the coloring not being good enough. And Each school time consists of her pretending I say things I didn't say. So she'll be like, A says, buh. You say, A says, buh. And she knows A says, ah. Like we've, we've already talked about it. And she knows I didn't say, buh. But she loves to fight over anything. And I'm tired of fighting. I still read books to her, but not many. She can't make it through a book because she has too much ADHD. And, you know, none of my kids could make it through a book at two, which is kind of where I put her mentally at this time. But I lost all the energy to wrangle her back. I see that I need to do better. But in this moment, she is laughing at me because she wants to run away. And she told me she's going to do it while I am sleeping. And all I can think is, here we go, another thing. And Then she busts into song. It is 322. And she's singing, I'm going to run away when mom isn't looking. I'm going to run away where she can't find me. I miss my sister. I'll miss my dad. But I'm not going to miss my mom. Okay. Over and over. And I turn on music because she loves music. And now at this time she's dancing. And I think I've just found a loophole. And when she runs down the stairs to bring up a pillow without a pillowcase, she has it on the floor and she's sitting on it and she's scooting across the floor. And it strikes me as odd because there's no bedrooms downstairs. And the place where we keep the extra pillows is not there. And I say, where did you get that pillow? And she points downstairs and I say, where was it? And she says, and my first thought is that she's climbed up in the closet where we keep the extra pillows but she points downstairs again. And I say, use your words. And my oldest son says, well, they're from your bed. And I say, when did you take the pillows from my bed? Because my entire bed is a gigantic mess because she'd been tunneling through it earlier. And, and, (laughs) and I hadn't made it since. And I said, when did you get these pillows? And I, she doesn't answer. So I look at my son And because we've been in this bedroom for at least a half an hour. And he's like, well, she did it while you were cleaning the kitchen. And I was looking down the stairs and every pillow is down the stairs. Most are decorative and they don't have like 
additional cases. They're just decorative pillows. But the ones that are supposed to have cases on them don't have pillowcases on them more anymore. And she has all of a sudden no idea where those pillowcases are. And I wish I could laugh at this. I wish I could be the type of person who just brushes it off and says, oh, you little rascal. But it never ends. I have no time to breathe. There is always another thing. I am overstimulated with the talking and the touching and the all of the things. I'm overwhelmed with even the tiniest projects on top of all of my life expectations. So I send her to the room and the music is still on. And I like whatever the playlist is and I ask Alexa to remember it. And the current song is belting out, I don't want to lose control. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Alexa, you really do listen to our family. <laughs> like You're just really trying to be there for me. But I know that little lady is probably being destructive in her room. I didn't give her her new medication at the time because it makes her mood swings astronomical. At this time, I'm going to insert this in here. Um, at this time, she is on a different medication because this medication I'm referring to in this letter, in this note, in these notes are like, it was bad. And <laughs> I, I'll go on in the letter and it says, I love the impulse control. I hate the psychotic rages. So I went to leave her in her room, but if she isn't destructive, she'll fall asleep at three forty, and a nap means that she is never going to fall asleep at bedtime. And bedtime is hard on the easiest of days. So I plug in the camera that kind of watches her bedroom door when she goes to bed. And it's in the hall. It faces the room so I can see when she leaves. And it kind of sends me a little alert on my phone. It's just a blink camera. And um, her oldest sister hates when I leave her unattended because she tends to break sister's stuff when she's in there but I'm like what do I do what do I do I want to throw in the towel I want to watch a silly show with my other children that I actually have that you would never guess with how much time this other kid takes but I I if I leave her there she might fall asleep or she might be destructive and so I can't I can't do it and I I'm feeling so sorry for myself at this time. And I'm thinking, why can't she be normal? Why can't I let this go? Why can't I just forgive her? And she sneaks out of her room. I made her come in my room. I give her a hug and I say, I'm so sorry I'm grumpy today. But before I can even say those words, I say, why are you soaked? Her outfit is wet. So apparently she'd gone into her room taken her sister's water bottle and dumped it all over herself in her room. And it is now 3.50. Her sister comes running out of the room and saying, Mom, little sister, I hid my earrings. And I know which earrings she's talking about. They're the earrings I got her for her birthday that had her initials on them. And little lady screams, I did not. And then the oldest son says, do you know what she did with the necklace grandma gave her? And I turn to her and I say, what'd you do? And my son says, she threw it away. And I said, when? And he goes, yesterday. And I am flabbergasted, right? And I say, why? And she goes, yeah, I did. I hated it. And says the oldest daughter, she threw my necklace charm outside and I can't find it in the grass. 
And I know that there is more information that I need to know. But now little lady is climbing all over that unused exercise equipment and she has a stuffed animal in her mouth. And I tell her she's got to get off the equipment. So she comes over and flips her head so that the animal is hitting me. So I grab it and I throw it. And she runs and gets it. Like she's just tricked me into giving it back to her. So I say, sit down, you're in timeout. And she goes, why? What did I do? And she rolls her eyes, right? So I remind her about the water and the necklaces. But she sat down next to the book from earlier. She grabs it, the one that she she ripped, and she shoves it under the rug. And it crinkles more pages. I ignore it. She did even more damage to it than crinkled pages earlier. So my mistake, though, is that the cat is lying under the bed next to her. Well, she grabs his fur and shoves him back. And she's like, why is the cat here? I don't want him here. It is now 3.57. So this is when the crying starts. And Alexa is still belting out the tunes. And I'm getting way overstimulated. I think the other three kids like hearing something other than little lady screaming and then but so I leave it on but all of a sudden little lady is screaming I want the cat and she's reaching under the bed for the cat and I yell at her to sit up and she starts screaming about how she needs to lay down and then she starts flailing her feet around and screaming how she wants another family and I want another family to take care of me and I just wait I have heard this so much that I just wait And she starts acting like a lion, like physically, you know, she likes to be a cat a lot, but she's acting like a lion this time. I send her back to the spot. And in the meantime, the cat runs downstairs and which makes her scream harder. Where's the cat? Where is he? I want the cat. And the brother runs in with a wobble ball. Okay. He got this wobble ball for his birthday. It was two months before. And all of a sudden she's forgotten she wants the cat and she wants Wubby. And she's talking about it in this baby voice. So all is forgotten about her cat. All is forgotten about the punishment. She's happy. She's running around. And I just let her go play because she needs happy and I need happy. So she's chasing her older brother and it's a break, right? I get a break. Except for now she's screaming so loud that there's no escaping her even if she's on another floor. And it's 4.03 and little lady got the wobble and threw it at the cat. So now her brothers are yelling at her. And I know that I am probably mentally ill by now, but I feel like this is never ending. The cat is annoyed and scared, but very unhurt because the wobbles are so soft And little lady is now super manic and running around the house. And there's part of me that's like, fine, burn out that energy. I just want to snuggle my other kids. (laughs) She'll have to be there, but everyone is burnt out. My oldest daughter is crying because she found more things that little lady broke in her room. I still have to make dinner, but I think I'm going to turn on a show for the kids. So we made it to 419 with the kids being distracted by the wobble ball. But then one of the boys got it. So little lady grabbed a broom and started hitting him with the broom. Mom, my younger son says, Amelia's hitting me with the broom. Stop hitting him with the broom, I yell. Okay, she says. And then she waits, you know, three minutes before another brother, the other brother with the broom is being hit. 
and she's screaming, Wubby, Wubby, Wubby. And she's downstairs and the cat makes it back into my room and the cat's so mad at me. (laughs) And he's pretty good with all the screaming, but he doesn't like her to touch him. So she's hurt him in the past. She's choked him. She's kicked him. She's thrown him and she often bites or scratch. He bites and scratches her. So when she comes close, which is fairly often, and she usually has some kind of marks on her. I used to scold him just to let her feel like she was loved. But now I just like, I'm like, yeah, he does this and you know, he does this. So stop doing this. And I know there's a lot of you out there who are like, oh my gosh, find a better house for that cat. And I think this cat is very good at defending himself. He, she's tried to kill him twice and he has won both times. As I say these words, I can tell they probably sound crazy to you, but this house is filled with crazy and, and he is quite content as long as she stays away from him, which she does most of the time. So by now the wobble is flat and little lady is manic and she's punching herself in the face again, screaming, wobby, wobby, like the ball was a dear friend who was lost at sea because it's flat. So then she then turns and punches her oldest brother. So... All of a sudden, a binky, because she uses binky, she started using a binky at three due to therapy, like her therapist recommended it. Binky appears in her mouth, calms her down a bit. And I'm like, why did I not shove that thing in there hours ago? (laughs) Like, Why did I not think to look for it? So now it's 428. By 430, little lady has stolen the deflated wobble and is making her second brother chase her around the house for it and I can see that my scolding has dwindled and I miss my kids so it's time for tv and I snuggle my kids including the manic one and we watch people fail at obstacle courses for a half an hour and then it's time for dinner and then soccer practice and then violin lessons and then a melatonin for little lady and three of the four kids are off to bed I loved that half hour of tv I wanted another one. It single-handedly turned the day around. And I felt like the luckiest mom in the world. So there, everyone. I've reached the end of my notes from that June day in 2022. It is a zoo at our house. I have had other days that I have taken notes on, but I couldn't... I don't... This is the first one I came across. So... It is always one thing after another. I look at that and I don't know if it translates to everyone. I don't know if you guys are sitting there being like, so what? Like, that's just a day or, or if you like, I don't know, because it's missing a lot of the nuances in the relationship. I'm not explaining every time she's doing a somersault while I'm trying to talk to her. You know, I I haven't added those things in. So maybe it doesn't, you know, translate well. Maybe, maybe you can't tell but I hope you at least understand that it's crazy here and it's been really hard and as time goes on I really hope things continue to improve because that was in 2022 it's now 2024 there have been a lot of improvements it's still still a lot but it's but there have been improvements so I'm really hanging on to optimism that the future will be brighter. Thank you so much for joining me.